0: That's hbs.me slash sales. What's up, Dr. Abro? What time is it in Pakistan? What's up, Kessa? Bonnie? What's up, Jim Weaver? All right, everybody, what's up? Happy afternoon. Round three today. This is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. It is so good to see you guys again. Uh, we are being heard right now on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, on Spreaker, on Stitcher, on Google Play, iTunes, and some other places, too. <laughs> What's up, Facebook audience? What's up, YouTube? How to? See- it's good to see you guys. I may start talking with the list, but I bit my tongue. <laughs> I bit my tongue in half when I was eating a sandwich. Serves me right from what happened earlier today. Anyway, uh, it's really good to see you guys. I am so pumped um, about having my friend. Hey, good to see you. We got people from the Philippines. We got people from Pakistan. We got people from Puerto Rico. Wow. Wow. What a crowd. It's good to see you guys. Yeah, let's try it again. That's right, Dr. Garcia. (laughs) It's good to see you guys. Wow. What's up, Natty? How are you? It's good to see you. So listen, we have one of my amazing friends coming on. He's been on before. Um, when he came on the show last time, he was talking about Puerto Rico, and we're going to talk about it again. But unlike a lot of people that say they're going to do things and take action on behalf of others, my man Carlos is full steam ahead. Um, in case of you, if you don't remember, uh, Carlos is for, he's 46. He's 46? I thought you were like 30. Oh my gosh, I thought you were like my younger brother. He's from Chicago, Illinois. So he lives in L.A. right now. He's a former U.S. Marine. He is current occupation, he's in real estate, construction, and a trainer. And let's see, he's been, let's look, at the, listen to this. Grand to Grand, it's a 175-mile stage race. He ran in the Tahoe 200, the Catalina Island 50, the Ironman Miami, Ironman Puerto Rico, multiple marathons, LA to San Diego twice, it's 115 miles each. Yeah, my homeboy runs. Uh, mountain mountaineering Summit Mount Whitney t- two times is a 14,500 peak. Are you kidding me? The highest walk in the contagious US- USA. So right now his current project is Get Out and Move Your Body Puerto Rico. Get Out and Move Your Body Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico was created to assist the Puerto Rican people with the effects of Hurricane Maria which hit Puerto Rico on September twentieth, two 2017 and left the island in ruins. Puerto Rico was hit with 155 mile per hour winds that destroyed the entire electrical grid, leaving 100% of the island with no electricity. In addition, food and water were limited after the initial hit. We intend to raise funds through an organized run of 185 miles transversing the island of Puerto Rico for those, of you who, are, for those who are still struggling to return to normalcy. Some areas are still without clean running water, golly, and some of the population is still unable to find medical care. His vision is twofold, help with much needed funds and bring awareness to the ongoing struggles still affecting the island. This run will take place in October October 26th, 27th and 28th. The residents of Puerto Rico are in need of help. He is committed to doing his part and with our help, we can make this a reality, ladies and gentlemen. My homeboy Carlos Dones is, yes, he's cute, Bonnie. <laughs> what, what, what's going on, Joshua? How are
1: you
0: doing? Brother? I'm good, my man. I'm good. How are you, man? Welcome back to the show.
1: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, man. First of all, I just want to thank you, and uh, you know, just let you know I appreciate 100% my brother. And what I'm grateful for, because it's a gratitude show, right? Yeah. What I'm grateful, what I'm grateful for, is having you in my life because you are. For those of know who don't know you personally, um, you are just one of the most powerful, loving, courageous, vulnerable guys that I know in my life. So it's a pleasure to call you my friend.
0: No, oh, of course that that means a lot, man. I you uh you're one of the few people that can come to me and <laughs> give it to me straight. Yeah, we had a conversation like that today. Yes, we did, my friend, and I'm and I'm glad that. I'm glad that we have that kind of relationship. We have you know, so many, not to get too much off topic here, because this is really about your mission, which is so amazing. But a lot of us don't, are not blessed to have those kind of friendships where you can love each other enough to say, well, basically to set you straight you know, and say, hey, this is my impression of you and, and give honest feedback. Because I know most of my relationships throughout my life have been, tell me what I want to hear. And that right. that that's not right. So I'm very fortunate that we have that kind of relationship, and um, it means a lot. Um, Veronica, yeah, we have people from San Diego too, of course. Good um, and Cat Dawn's here, Kim Goodman, Gary Roach. Wow, the UK. We've got Columbia it. here. We've got North Dakota representing. Oh my gosh, we got the Philippines. We have Marlena Martins here. Good to see you guys and Pakistan. It's a great audience, man. Um, so listen. So when you when you started this mission and you were first on the show, you were there. You were just at the starting, like you it, you, you had this passion, and but you had not really laid the groundwork yet. In the last month, what have you accomplished, my friend? Because I know it's a lot.
1: So yeah, uh, like I keep telling you, is um, the way this the, the genesis of this uh, run was from. You know the, the, the hurricane happened back in September of 2018, exactly September 20th. Um, 155 more, 154 mile winds, right? It kind of, like you said, destroyed pretty much the whole infrastructure of Puerto Rico water, electricity, cell towers. I mean, gone. So, the island's only 100 by 50 feet, 100 miles by 50 miles. Um, so it's not a big island, and um. So what happened was, I initially wanted to do this, and I said, I wanna do it, I wanna do it, I wanna do it. But like everything else you know, in my life, not everything, but a well, lot of things where I started something, and it just kind of fizzled away, and I said, oh well, you know, other people are doing stuff. Let them do it. So what happened was, I, I uh, joined this amazing leadership program, which you're part of, and I'm part of, t- we're a team. And through that program, I was just able to, my vision just kind of opened up and evolved. And, I'm, and, and one of my coaches said to me, look, Carlos, what are you committed to doing? Like, what can you do that's not about Carlos?" And I already knew immediately, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. So that's where that started from. Like, I'm going to run across Puerto Rico. And how I thought about that, because there's another group of Puerto Ricans that do this run, it's called the Puerto Rico 150. And they run across the aisle and I said, you know what, why not use that run, that same route, to not just run, but to, you know, to raise funds for what's going on over in Puerto Rico. And that's where it wasn't. When I came on your show, that was just the beginning of what we have now. So what's, what's happened since then is we have our website, we're working on that. My GoFundMe page went live yesterday, so it's actually GoFundMe.com slash Rico. So, for those of you who want to help us, that's that's where it's at.
0: We'll make um, sure to put the links in the comments for sure. Yeah,
1: put the links in there. So, you know, it, again, like I, I think I mentioned this to you, running the 185 miles is the easy part. It really is. It's the, all, all the other stuff, the logistics, is getting, people to, to, uh, getting people enrolled in your vision, people to believe in what you're doing. Um, having people just help you, uh, you know, free, give their free time to you because... This is not just about Carlos. This is about helping thousands of people. So you know what I've learned recently is, in order for you to make an impact on this planet, you need a tribe. You need a group. You need people who are committed as, as you are. That's right. Like you, for example. This is this is part of your contribution. to my run.
0: Well, I mean, I care. I care about you, but also the people of Puerto Rico are amazing. I mean, right. I don't. I, I'm still just. I'm shocked with how forgotten they yes. are. Like It's not on the news. It, 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 no one talks about this and there's people, there's still no running water in a lot of areas. There's no electricity in a lot of areas. A lot of people can't yeah. get food. A lot of people cannot get medicine. It's just like, I can go on and on and on and the other parts that no one wants to talk about is there's a lot of people being raped and robbed and, and abused and, and like it, it's, it's anarchy. <laughs> It's, it's the, it, what is the apocalypse there? I mean, it's, it's an issue. And, and not enough is being done, and it's definitely not being talked about, and that is a problem.
1: And that's, that's why I, that's one of my reasons for doing it, just to bring awareness, right? I was reading an article today about the island. Currently, 16% of the island is still without electricity. That's a lot. You know, it's, it was in September. Um, the, electric, the, the electricity goes in and out. Constantly turning, going off and on, off and on. The um, I'm just reading here. There's um, about 200,000 people are currently without electricity. Right. Another That's big cool. issue uh, of this, what's going on, is the mental health issue. People are dealing with loss. People are dealing with, you know, th- th- their family members moving away. There's tons and tons of people that families have been separated. Right. Some left. Some stay behind. Um, houses, um, construction—it's just uh, so many. You know, the media talking what's going on, what's not going on. People are confused. You know, another another effect that we don't really think about a lot is that entrepreneurial market. People like you and me who are working our
0: own—right—that
1: is die. That's dead. People are just in survival mode. So you know, you're talking about the tourism. You're talking about people selling homes, right? Um, anything that we're doing. Think about all the entrepreneurial. Um, jobs out there people are in survival mode so that's a huge huge part of what's going on over there so the economy's is dumping it's gone um the the the, the electrical grid's supposed to be up may 31st and guess what's coming right behind it
0: another hurricane
1: hurricane, hurricane season june 1st so it's like a never-ending uh story right and that's what's going on so here in the United States, it's easier for us to forget, and I'm not going to lie—I forget sometimes. I'm, you know, it's easy to be in a hotel room and eating; you're good to go, and everybody's happy, and you forget. So that's why we're here.
0: Wow. What do you think a realistic goal is to raise? Like, what what is the goal to raise money for this race? And where so, and, and where is the money going to go too? That that's so important. First,
1: right. So it's not a race; it's just an organized run that I'm putting together with myself, and I have a friend from. Portugal that actually ran the Grand to Grand with me, which was a seven-day stage race in here in the Mojave, in the desert here in Arizona, Utah. And he also ran Lake Tahoe with me. So he's coming from, he's taking his own money, his own time, and he's flying over here from Portugal, and he's going to run with me, and he's going to support me. Um, we're looking at $50,000 is the number that's going to happen. It's going to happen, I don't care what what it takes, but that's the number. And what we're going to do with that money is, I I have a friend of mine who lives in Puerto Rico, Have some friends in Chicago who have been there, know what's going on, so there's a huge need for medical facilities. So the the people in the the rural areas where they can't get down or they can't get to the hospital, they're elderly. So what they're doing is they're creating these vans. It's like an emergency medical transportation van where the doctor goes in there, he goes into the communities, he helps out, and then he allows the people just to basically come outside their door and get help. And that's what we're gonna do with the money. We're, we're supporting a doctor down there where we're gonna get the van together, get the equipment together, and that's where the money's gone.
0: I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, and so I'm and- super excited. So when you, like, I, I think I'm sure there's a lot of people that are listening right now that are going, he just said run 156 miles.
1: 85, 185.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. He just said, we're going to run 185 miles. Uh-huh. So I- explain that. Because I wouldn't, I don't even like to be in the car for 185 miles. And a, a 180, much less the idea of running. How in the heck are you doing that?
1: You know, I get that question asked all the time, so um, for me, it's always been a sense of adventure, you know, I grew up in Chicago, Um, grew up in Chicago, then I ended up in Puerto Rico, and then ended up back in Chicago, and for me, it's just always been a sense of adventure, I feel like there's so much to see out in this world, that in a car, you miss out a lot. So I, I just figured out what's the best way to <coughs> tap into that, to the natural resources and the mountains and the roads. And I started running marathons, and then they just became too boring. And then I started doing uh, adventure racing, and then I started doing uh, cycling and mountaineering. And um, I just want to get out there. So for me, if the question is asking how do I do the hundred miles, the longest I've run is the longest I've run is two hundred miles. 205 miles straight, nonstop. That's the longest I've done, and I and and I did that with a with a fractured toe. So.
0: Oh my God.
1: For me, it's just I love being outdoors. I love that sense of adventure. I love the unknown, right? I love turning around the corner and seeing this big old mountain, and cursing myself, saying "Shit, what did I get myself into?" But then when I get to the top, I'm like, "Yes, I I conquered it!" Right. So, and it's easy for me not to quit. I, I don't have a problem quitting because I think I had mentioned this to you before is the pain, I heard a guy named David Goggins say this. I told you this, right? Yeah. David Goggins was a, a military guy in special forces. And he said that, the, and this is exactly how I feel. The pain of quitting and being home after you quit taking that shower is more <coughs> painful than any kind of pain you feel out there when you're running. The pain of quitting is so intense that anything that you felt out there is nothing compared to that pain. And that's how I think. I go, there's no way I'm quitting. I don't care. And drag, push, broken foot, arm, whatever, I'm finishing. But and that's how I do it. I just I just love I have a passion for it.
0: So I know as a Marine that they do a lot of running, but they don't do where you the kind of running where you could run for two hundred miles straight, do they?
1: No, no, it's not. It's not about that it's a, a lot of discipline involved in the military obviously but no you're probably running the max maybe 10 miles seven miles maybe 20 miles I, I didn't give you a point but never the 200 miles but definitely the Marine Corps did prepare me for the mental aspect of running 205 miles
0: so it, it but, no, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say the mental health, like the mental preparation versus the physical preparation. Explain the difference between the two when it comes to running 200 miles.
1: So mentally, see, running the, running the 200 miles is fun. You get to the starting line and, you know, you're geeked up and you're ready. You, this is what you love to do, right? You have the gear and you're like, I'm on a mission. I'm going to finish 200 miles. Wow. Most people never get to the starting line. Why is that? Because mentally they don't have what it takes to get up every day, to train, to run when you don't wanna run. So just to give you an example of what a week looks like, what a week's train looks like, preparing for 200 miles. It looks something like this. So Monday you wake up, you run 10 miles. Tuesday you probably rest. Wednesday you do speed work, so you do mile repeats at seven minute pace. That's after you warm up for three miles. And Thursday, you run an easy eight miles. And then Friday, you run 20. Saturday, you run 30. Sunday, you run 20. And then you rest. And then what happens is over time, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday just keeps going up. 30 miles on Friday, 40 on Saturday, 30 on Sunday. It just keeps incrementally going up until I get to the point where I'm doing 40 on Friday, 50 on Saturday. 25 on Sunday and then I can actually walk on Monday I'm ready. Wow. What about After, th- doing that training that's where the mental aspect comes in because to do that over and over and over and over and over that's where most people quit. Well
0: yeah. I, again, I, I, I have not run two and a half miles in my life. This seems impossible. How? need I'm to change that my friend. I, I have the world's best excuse for not running What's that? <laughs> Back surgeries. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. You know what? I would like to learn how to run properly. Every time I, I do it, I'm like even in yoga, you should I think you know this about me already, but I can go to yoga class and be competitive. Mm. Like I look around like, "Oh, that girl's got her 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 foot like upper butt and through like around her shoulder. I can do that too." Like I, I'm just instinctively competitive. I can't help it. So <laughs> Ed says you and me both. <laughs> so I, but running when I've tried to run, I always try to go too hard, like out the game. You know what I mean? Cause I get bored if I'm just chilling. And so I, I would like to learn how to properly run because it would be fun to go run through trails and, and it to is. do mountaineering. And like, that would be a blast. But I've just been too big of a wimp, and I haven't done it. So maybe you can teach me.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people make that mistake, let me go out and run, you know, three miles right the first day. You know what I tell people is I tell people, when I was training for the top of 200, um, the first run I actually did, I only did, an, I only did an, uh, a mile. And that was because I forgot I Was there was some pain or something going on, but I incrementally went up, and, and um, when I trained, because I trained people how to run, these long distances because it's not it's just not running. Remember, it's it's your foot care, your clothing, nutrition, right, hydration. All those things come into effect. So how you know just so you know, these runs I do, I do it with no sugar. I don't I don't do sugar. I don't do electrolytes. It's pretty much fat adapted. It's all you know olive oil, avocado, coconut oil, bacon. You know, it's a high fat, low to medium. Uh, protein to very low carbohydrates because what's happening is the body has so much fat storage in it. regardless of how skinny you may think you are, there's more fat storage in there as opposed to sugar storage. So your body is, sh- is storing 2500 calories of glycogen at any given time and you could deplete that right away as opposed to you have about 150,000 calories of fat. So I teach people how to go from burning sugar to burning fat. And that's how you're able to run these long distances and be okay as far as nutrition wise
0: Do you ever do, is this a bad idea for a runner doing intermittent fasting?
1: No, no, not at all. No, because you're still getting your nutrition in there. You're still getting your food in there. Um, You know, intermittent fasting has a lot to do with timing. So if you're going to go do a a speed session on Wednesday and you haven't eaten anything at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, that's probably not a good idea, right? But if you're not doing any kind of speed session that day, you, you should be fine
0: interesting yeah
1: there's a lot going on there so you know you got to remember you're, you're running 200 miles. you have to prepare how often you're going to eat how often you're going to sleep you know the clothes and there's so much going on so it's not just the training because if it was just the training it would be good you know and, and again another thing I didn't mention when I did this 200 Tahoe there was an option of having a crew or no crew I didn't have a crew, I did it by myself. And most of these people, they would show up to the pay station and it was like a jacuzzi and they had foot rubs and they had, you know, they had a crew, they had money for that. I didn't, I just showed up by myself and I'm like, fuck it, I'm out. I just kept running. That was a huge, (laughs) next time I do it, I'm gonna have a crew, but it's it's a different race. It's a completely, they had pacers with them, so when they're at night and they're tired, somebody's there running and pushing them. I didn't have that. So a lot of times, literally, I would just stop and fall asleep for 10 minutes, wake up, and keep running. That's what I did a lot of the times.
0: Wow. Okay, I want to go back to Puerto Rico real quick. So right. is are you going to organize, um, organize it where other people can come and join you on this run, they can create teams, and they can raise money like that as well? Yeah,
1: so, so we're going to have a couple fundraisers here in L.A. One of them is just, you know sit down dinner so we can have some people just initially help with the push and then uh, one of the intentions is also to have like a little run with the kids where they can we can we can raise funds that way on the island of Puerto Rico we actually run uh, is have some kids you know maybe run for us for a mile every city we go into every other city have people running with us for a mile so just be you know um, so there can be awareness of what's going on and what we're doing.
0: Roman, <laughs> yeah, I like to run the AC when it's hot. I, yeah, I was about to say I don't see you running, Roman. Do you know Roman yet? Never. Oh, you got to meet Ro- Roman's. Roman's one of us. He's actually he's he's my angel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty freaking funny, man. Man, I'm I'm so excited for you about this. So you were gonna raise money. You have the website coming up, right? It's being built. Get it's
1: it's getoutmoviebuying.com.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, cool. You got that. You got that domain. Yeah. Nice. Yes, get
1: out you like that, huh? Get no, I,
0: I love the name, and it makes sense because it does kind of motivate me to want to go run. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Josh, the thing with this is this is a grassroots effort. This is not like we have sponsors or we have... People with big checkbooks that I can just call. I mean, I have friends, but this is definitely a grassroots effort. So whatever anybody can support, whatever anybody can help with, you know, I'm going to say about 90% of all that money is going to go to the, not about 90%, because the rest, you know, we need to some logistical stuff that needs to happen. And, you know, just um, to promote the event. Right. You know, we're doing some promotional stuff that we need to use some of that money just to promote so we can get more and more. So um, it's definitely a grassroots it's definitely something that it was it's my baby, but I want it to become everybody's baby, right? I want everybody to participate. I want everybody to to throw a hat in there and, and you know and see what we can do because Puerto Rico is part of the United States and it is suffering right now, and it's, there's no need for that. Absolutely no need. You know, all this red tape, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Conservative, whatever whatever you are, it has nothing to do with that. Right. It's all about red tape. There's so many layers of of this and that, what's going on. It, it would be just so easy they can write a check. But it doesn't work that way because there's so many other people in the way of actually getting the that help. That's why I figured I'm going to raise the money. I'm going to work with a specific person. I can give that person the check and say, here's the money. There's no red tape. It's just me, you, we go, we give the check. That's That's... That's the power of raising funds. That's the power of charity. And we we have the option of taking control of that. And we can make a difference. We can make a huge difference for a lot of people.
0: Oh, I agree. And I would like to also know, I would like to find out how, you know, we all could find out, like the audience even and, and yourself, like a list of everything that is needed. Like line item, right? And kind of treat it like a scavenger hunt in a way. Got it. And that would be so amazing. I don't know how, if that's even out there. Maybe someone out there knows. I know, I don't know if Kat's still listening. She's does amazing work um, as well when it comes to raising money for domestic violence and uh, addiction. Um, yes. And Roman does a lot of work in that field too. But there's gotta be a way to figure out like what the needs are specifically so we can like laser target our energy and our intention on yeah. making that happen, because that makes it a lot easier to get the money, right? It's yeah. not some pie in the sky number; it's it's laser focus
1: Yeah. So what? What? what um, the way we came up with this is because my just so people understand, it wasn't just we pulled this out of the air. <laughs> so I have I have a, a my best friend in Chicago is a police officer, and um, Rick, his name is Ricky, Ricky Badillo, and then I have a friend of mine in Puerto Rico whose his name is Elliot, good friend of mine, I've known him since I was a kid. So we were thinking, we're brainstorming, and my buddy Ricky um, happened to go to Puerto Rico with Javier Baez for the Chicago Cubs. And Javier Baez with the Chicago Cubs, they went over there with 200 plus thousand dollars, and they helped with that, with that aspect of it, the medical van. And he told me, Carlos, you know what, right now there's a huge need. If you go into the neighborhoods, that's what people need. They don't need you to go and put a cell tower right now. They're taking care of that. The cell tower has been taken care of. They're they're up. What they need is medical care. This is how we can be most effective. So it wasn't like we just pulled it out of the air, yeah. and said, oh, let's do that money. So it's not like we did some research <clears throat> and that's where the money's gonna go. I can, find, I can find out exactly what they need, like as far as equipment goes. Um, that's no problem, but in general, yeah. that's the mission. Get this money, help this doctor where she can she can be a, a, a stand for change for people over there. Love and generosity. People are right now depressed. There's a lot of depression in Puerto Rico, man.
0: I, I can't even imagine. It seems like we should organize a group just to go over there and give hugs for four days. I, I'm awesome. t- I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's, that, that in itself has got to mean something. I mean, obviously, raising the money is important. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, the, the, the emotional needs that need to be met. Um, yeah, that's something huge. you know, and, and another
1: thing I want to bring up too, Josh. I know this one is in October, but there's an urgency to get them to, to raise the money now. And why is that? Because we want to get that money, we want to get that, that, that vehicle ready, we, we need to find out what needs to be purchased, we need to get it fixed because you just don't do it overnight, right? So, no. if we did in October, we gave them the money in October, then that thing won't be working until January. We need that thing to be up and running when we get there. <laughs> so, that's why I opened up the GoFundMe now. So we can... There's, there's got to be a sense of urgency. Yeah. And you know when people are in urgency, things happen. You know and I know. <laughs> we are capable
0: of so I, much. I've witnessed some crazy things in so the last three and a half months. Like feeding almost a thousand homeless people in two hours and no one used their own money. That itself was a miracle. That was amazing. Because I didn't think that was possible. But it happened. But I've seen a lot of that happen. Because you're right. When people have a sense of urgency and they're laser focused... It's amazing what you can get done.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and what, what another thing, too, is I just want people to understand that this vision is way bigger than Cardinals Donuts. This has nothing to do with me whatsoever. It's all about being a contribution to the world, to the planet, to these people. And, you know, get out and move your body is not just going to be Puerto Rico. You know, I have a vision for you know, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, South Africa, wherever the need is, we can go there. We can make a difference. We can we can shift the planet. Right now, we, we have this, there's like this this vibe in the world about me, 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 me. You feel it, right? You feel it. This is why you're doing gratitude. I mean, this is part of the reason. It's just a me syndrome. And we can shift that when, when we have people... Who are on a mission to change something. People shift. They're like, man, I want to be part of that. Yeah. They want they so you and I can make a shift in the world by just doing this. People move and, and they're like, wow, I want to, you know, because everybody wants to be part of something.
0: <laughs> sure. We just
1: we just need leaders like me, like you, to take a stand and say, follow me. And that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm doing Get on moving Body. I love and it. That's man. why we need to raise that money.
0: And you're going to, we yes. are. Um, make sure you send me the links so I can share them in the in the comments. Because um, I know Puerto Rico is close to a lot of people's heart. Um, I Puerto, Puerto Rico is a special, special place. And if you haven't been there, oh man, I, it, it's great. The people are wonderful there, and um, it's again, it's just hard to believe that this is in our, this is part of the United States, and it is completely forgotten. I mean, it's, 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 it's uglier and, and no offense to what happened in New Orleans because that was a travesty, but it's, it's, it's like that and worse. It, it really is. And so we get to do something about this. So Carlos, my man, God bless you, brother. I, I, I love your passion and just life. And I love your passion for this and I'm, I'm going to support you all the way on this, man.
1: Hey Jeff, one more thing I'm going to tell you. So for your for your listeners and viewers, if anybody does like let's say if they do a five hundred donation, what I'm what I'm committed to doing is doing a one hour uh, coaching call on running, nutrition, whatever they want. Plus, I'll do a, a running plan for them. And if anybody does like hundred dollars or less, less whatever they, I can also do a running plan or marathon plan or. Um, Anything that they need I will definitely give my services to you know so that's an incentive so you know people people want to talk to me I get people calling me they're paying me $100 to speak to me regarding runs like this because they want all the information in one in one sitting so I'm willing to do that for free for anybody if they're willing to do a $500 donation and up
0: I love it man I love it we'll keep going um, I'm going to an event so I won't be on the call tonight I don't think but I'll be in touch my man
1: I actually have see- a
0: Yes, you are. I'm I'm excited, man.
1: I'm excited for you, brother.
0: Uh, It's gonna be fun. I gotta. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm gonna be doing tonight. Is getting prepared for that. So I'm excited.
1: And I just want to tell you, man, I love you. You're amazing, and keep doing what you're doing. Man, you are changing the world, brother.
0: No, man, I appreciate one yes at a time.
1: And um, you know, we all owe you a debt of gratitude because you definitely have made an impact on so many, so many people, man. Thank you.
0: God bless you, brother. I love you too, man. Thanks, folks. See you. Peace. See you guys. All right, guys. Uh, No show tomorrow, so see you Monday. God bless. You've been trying for half an hour to get your little bundle of joy to be a bundle of sleep. But so far, nothing's worked. You tried the binky. You tried the blankie. You even made Mr. Fluffy do the Fluffy Wuffy dance. Alas, your tiny miracle has a very large pair of lungs. But you have an Amazon Echo, so you call for backup. Alexa, call Mom. Calling Mom. And just like that, Grandma to the rescue. Hi, baby. Grandma's here. Alexa, thanks. Anytime.